good evening to you. Uh, it's me, as ever, uh, coming to you on a Monday. Um, you will be glad to know, um, or will you? I don't know. You, you may not be bothered at all. Um, I, uh, it's about, yeah, it's just about quarter to 7 p.m., which is good. I don't feel tired or anything. Um, well, I do. Um, I do feel tired, actually desperately tired. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm recording this. It's a bank holiday. Um, it was apparently a super bank holiday. Uh, most, mostly everyone on the Isle of Man anyway had, uh, Friday and Monday off. Um, I had Friday off. I had to book it off from work, um, but that's okay. Um, and Monday today was a freebie, so nice. I also had Thursday off. Um, could I recall much of what I've done during my time off? No. Uh, I, you know, I I went out for lunch Thursday, I think. Um, I did stuff on the weekend and that's about it. Uh, I've done nothing today. I, for some reason I couldn't sleep last night. Must have been half three. I fell asleep last night. Couldn't tell you why. Just restless, hot. It's hot at the moment, but not too hot. Um, it's just like hot in bed. And then during the day, it's kind of not really that hot, which is annoying. Um, quite muggy. So, uh, yeah, I just couldn't sleep last night and uh, woke up today basically ill. Um, I have like a sort of a headache that feels like almost a bruise in the back of my head that someone is accidentally pressing, um, you know, as we're stood in a queue or something. Um, although I guess that wouldn't happen now because of COVID. So. Maybe that analogy is dead, um, but yeah, it's uh, the headache's a bit annoying, and I've also kind of in the back of my throat, I've kind of got a, I don't know, like my tonsils in a way. Um, I ate, I ate rice last night, and occasionally, I don't know if this happens to you, but when I eat rice, um, sometimes if I eat it wrong or whatever, I don't even know how it happens it kind of like grains of rice might like get to the back of my throat and like hit my tonsils kind of, you know, aggravate them a bit. And my tonsils are now inflamed. Um, <clears throat> as a result, creating, you know, whatever the gunk is. And, uh, that's kind of, uh, resulted in a bit of a sore throat, but one of those frustrating ones. Um, and, if I can be frank with you, I suspect it, just a nice, a good night's sleep will help me. So, yeah, recording the podcast earlier today, um, which just all around means that I should hopefully be able to um, sleep quite well. There is always that bonus of having a dreadful night's sleep um, in the sense that kind of in the next on the next evening if it all goes well 
you can kind of get yourself to sleep earlier than you normally would and then you have a bigger sleep and it, you kind of get all your all your hours back in a way and I think I really need that tonight um, obviously it's kind of a short week coming up just a four dayer so that's good but I can't you know I'd be lying to you if I said I could be uh, if, if I said I was you know very motivated for the week ahead um, I'm not sure I think it's possibly just like this um, you know Monday bank holiday blues which I guess is kind of you know the this the cousin or the sister or the brother or whatever of Sunday blues but it's hit me a little harder today because I don't feel very good. I feel tired and ill and gross. And um, yeah, I went out to try and do some writing and I just, I just couldn't even, th I can't even think right now. I can't even muster any kind of, you know, color out of the, you know, the drool that's in my brain. Um, and yeah, but I have to say the, the podcast is, uh, is a nice little, uh, something to anchor myself to and, uh, you know, to, to, to just kind of do, although I'm conscious that like of late, I've probably come across like pretty depressed <laughs> and maybe that's true I mean I kind of don't feel very good at the moment if I can be completely uh you know transparent with you um and uh you know it's hard to really pinpoint what it is it probably just feels if I think it's kind of just a big um existentialist type thing which you know it's one of those I don't like to uh, you know dwell on and kind of maybe even glorify um, sort of even small bouts of depression because I just I do think it is maybe a little it's kind of fetishized a bit um, and I think uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think I try. I try and make this uh, space, this podcast. I try to make it kind of as uh, I try to mm, make sure that it's it doesn't really exist within that realm. But then I suppose if this is supposed to be real and it's supposed to be kind of authentic to me, then you know maybe I do need to just kind of have these these. Uh, uh, the moments where I air it out a bit, I guess. Um, what is quite nice is I definitely feel better um, right now for having spoken into the side of my laptop for seven minutes and 40 seconds. Um, yeah, you, you may have noticed I'm, I am... I sound maybe a little different because I'm speaking into my laptop instead of my phone, which is charging because it ran out of power, um, which is obviously another you know piece of information that you absolutely didn't need to know. Um, but yeah, I feel better for having spoken. Um, 
and it's kind of funny because I don't think I'd, I probably didn't say, I don't think I've spoken a word since, um, since probably like 6 p.m. yesterday. So basically 24 hours without speaking, <laughs> which uh, is quite, quite mad, really. And that I'm not even, I don't even, I'm not really lying. Um, I've, you know, maybe walked past people in the street and said, you know, kind of done a, you know, the sort of the lift of the hand, nod of the head, hi, one of them, like a little whispered thing, but not spoken. I've not you know, voiced anything, any of my thoughts. Um, I've kind of allowed them to become a soup. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, a bit like if you boil your potatoes too long, they lose all shape and form and then they become mush. That is essentially my brain probably over the past 24 hours. That's an interesting thought. Um, and yeah, maybe I just maybe that's part of the reason why I don't feel too great. I also don't feel too great because I got given a piece of fruit cake on I think Thursday, and I still haven't eaten it yet. And I think it might be okay, but it might also not be okay, and that would be a big shame uh, to run out of that. So yeah, we will see. I'll, I'll assess the damage shortly after. Um, here's something I did do though. Um, I figure, as opposed to, um, you know, wallowing further into, uh, you know, just base, what am I trying to say? Instead of basically being monotone and sad and whatever, I'm not even that sad, but you know what I mean, just continuously going on a big loop about how I'm so sad and my friends are leaving and and I'm 26 and I don't know what to do and why am I still doing a podcast and um, am I a freak? Um, you know, what's my outside perception, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like these are all the thoughts that are in my head that is kind of probably, um, you know, dragging me down a little bit when in reality, fuck all that, who cares? Excuse my language, but like... Uh, you know, everything in life is literally just what's in front of you right now, you know? Uh, worrying about the future and regretting the past have the same value in reality, I think. Um, maybe regret is worse than worrying about the future because worrying about the future proves at least that you care, but I hope you sort of get my drift, really. Like, if you just worry about the here and now and what you've got to do and what you can do to, to get to where you want to be, then I suppose that's all you can really do. Hey, anyway, um, I'm not going to talk about the here and now I'm going to talk about what happened on Wednesday night. I, uh, went out for food, a couple of friends of mine, uh, and one of their sons who coincidentally happens to have the same birthday as me which kind of makes us you know good mates um i think he's nine or ten one of them um so you know sharing the same birthday is kind of a bit of a bond 
for a nine-year-old. Um, he's also a bit of a legend. Um, anyway, we went out, a uh, gang of four of us, to the cinema. I bought a one-pound bag of sweets, which were essentially uh, the spa knockoff version of uh, Haribo Star Mix. I have to say, I wasn't let down. I really liked it. I thought um, there was a very there was a good mixture. I'm not much of a a, a sour sweet fan, so uh, I was gl- glad to not have any kind of mystery or secret sourness in there. Um, <clears throat> and I'm a big fan of kind of you know the milky kind of foamy bits, the white bits on all of the um the sweets so like say if you get a fried egg the little foamy white bit on that is good and also like um there's other ones you know what i mean you must know what i mean in the spa knockoff version that was a pound um they i don't even know if a pound is that cheap thinking about it maybe it was a pound for two i don't know um I think, no, yeah, the deal was there was a pound for two small bags or like 50-something P for a bigger bag, um, and I got the bigger bag. Anyway, the ratio of like kind of uh, foaminess to non-foaminess was probably a little higher than you would get in a star mix, which for me is perfect. So I was very pleased with that as far as my uh, cinema snacks were concerned. Um I'm not much of a popcorn guy. I do like it, but I don't really care to eat that much when I'm in a cinema. Certainly not like something that's uh, quite the undertaking, like a large popcorn or a big bag of crisps. Um, Not that a big bag of crisps is a large undertaking for me, but it's noise. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm assuming it's not. This would be a bad discovery if it is just me. But like, when I'm eating something like crisps, I basically can't hear anything else. I mean, I can, but I can't hear the nuances of it. So if someone's talking to me in a normal outdoor or sort of, you know, speaking voice, um, what am I even? What am I even talking about? Yeah, speaking like a normal person, not whispering. Um, I would hear them, but if someone was whispering to me and I was eating crisps, I ain't going to hear them. If I'm watching a TV show and I'm eating crisps, it's becomes everything becomes an issue. Um, so I've always been at the cinema or anything like that. I've never really been one to do much eating there. I like to do my eating before the cinema, which is obviously an issue when you need the can halfway through, as I um, as I experienced during The Revenant, um, which was a, a very long film. And I, I went for a poo halfway through, and it still felt like a long film. I watched it in two parts, and it felt like watching two films. Um, excuse the fact that I mentioned that I went for a poo, but, you know, we're all adults here, hopefully. Maybe we're not. I don't know. Um, you know, even if you're a child, you should know about pooing. Um, anyway... Uh, we watched Free Guy (laughs) was the whole point we went to watch Free Guy Wednesday night Um, 
new film. I say new. I believe it was it was uh, kind of shelved for a year because of the pandemic. Because they felt this is a film is just it's it's so groundbreaking and so um, deeply affecting with you know potential uh, cultural impacts that will you know ripple. Um, far into the future from now they they felt as though it was important to make sure as many people can see it as possible um uh it stars ryan reynolds um who essentially has um come across what i will say is a bit of a gold character in deadpool and ran hard with him and i have to say props off to ryan reynolds he's a cool guy he's incredibly handsome he has a wonderful life uh blake lively is you know um really quite uh, a special person i would say um and yeah what a guy and i like i like his work and i like him what I will say about him in the film Free Guy is if you take him out of the film and replace him with someone else, I just don't see how it could be even remotely good. Um, so that's the, the praise I have for him. Uh, and then you also have Jodie Comer. Is it Comer or Comer? I don't know. Killing Eve. The is I think she's Eve in Killing Eve. I've watched a bit of Killing Eve. Quite good, but stop watching after a few episodes, as I do with a lot. Stop watching Succession after a few episodes. I like these things. Can't be bothered watching it all. Fleabag. I've watched a lot of Fleabag. Maybe I think I finished season one. Um, really good. I really like Fleabag, but it's. And it's twenty. It's like twenty minutes. It's it's like a incredibly low effort watch, and yet even still, I managed to make hard work of it. Um, anyway, Jodie Comer's in it, um, and she's from Liverpool, I believe, which I really like because you know it's just something different. It's nice that there's uh, like a successful. Um, person in the arts who isn't from London and there's nothing wrong with being from London it's just cool that other people exist um so she's in it she's pretty good I think she has two accents in it um and really that doesn't matter at all I'm not even going to explain why well I will fine she has a character in the game a game and she has a character in real life, I guess. And one of them is American and one of them is English. There you go. And the English accent isn't Scouse, obviously. It's like British, British, Hollywood British, basically. Um, and yeah, uh, Tom Hiddleston, basically. Everyone, like Hollywood basically says, yes, British people talk like Tom Hiddleston. Um yeah, she's in it. What does she do? She's a bit of a badass. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> whatever. 
Um, so the film, uh, basically, I'll I'll do a bit of a review of the film. Um, it's basically the Truman Show, which I've not watched. Maybe I should watch it because uh, it sounds like it's better than Free Guy. Um, so Ryan Reynolds is a uh, is like a bank teller. I think they call it. I don't know if there's such a thing as a bank teller in the UK. Maybe there is. I've never worked at a bank and I don't go anymore because everything is online and why the hell would you ever go to a bank? Um, obviously, that's going to hurt me when I eventually need to go and get a, a loan for a house. So if you are a bank and you're listening, please don't take it personally. I appreciate you and I would uh, I would love to take money from you. Um Ryan Reynolds works at a bank, blah, blah, blah. He wears the same clothes every day, says hi to his goldfish every day. Um, and he just has a very kind of blah, happy-go-lucky, disgusting, um, disgustingly nice and kind personality. Uh, he has, of course, a um, like a buddy cop uh, character, comic relief Um Think Chris Tucker, think uh, Kevin Hart, and so on and so forth. And uh, who's that guy in Bad Boys? Basically, the other, the guy who's not Will Smith in Bad Boys. Sorry, I can't remember his name. I watched Bad Boys 3 or whichever one the latest Bad Boys is in the cinema, and that's the worst film I've ever seen, um, or one of them anyway. Just ugh, so, so. So low effort. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, buddy cop kind of trope in there. What I will say is the guy's cool who plays him. I think he's called Lil something. Let me find out what he's called. Um, he made me laugh. Uh, Lil, Lil Rel Howery. He rocks in it. I will say that. Him and Ryan Reynolds have a cute relationship, and I like that. Um, but again, is it groundbreaking? No. Uh, and what else? What else? Uh, oh, and it turns out basically he lives in a game. They all live in a game. It's like the Matrix or whatever. It's kind of a mix between the Matrix and the Truman Show. And Ryan Reynolds meets Jodie Comer in some form of way, um, or Jodie Comer's character in the game in some way and it changes his kind of programming shall we say it kind of knocks him off kilter because he does have he does the same things every day he drinks the same coffee does the same job his bank gets robbed every day yeah oh and by the way i'm not gonna there is no spoiler warning because who cares you know this is not a film that you need to watch is what I'm saying. And if you want to watch it, your funeral. Um, and Jodie Comer, he meets Jodie Comer and he basically falls in love with her for no reason. I think he falls in love with her because she's hot. <laughs> she's like a British person and she's hot. Uh, she sings a song that he likes. Great. Um, and, uh, I mean, 
what I will say in Ryan Reynolds' defense or whatever, I think he's called Guy, is he? I don't know. Uh, what I will say in his defense is that that's pretty much how I fall in love with women as well. So fair play, true to life in that sense. Um, and so on, uh, yeah, so on and so forth. He then like basically stalks her again. Uh, don't know if that's normal. Um, he sort of stalks her, tries to see what her what her what her gig is, and she's basically trying to find some information in the game because she's a real person playing a game, which is basically VA, uh, VA, VR, whatever, VR, virtual reality, kind of. And um, it was uh, she and a f- mate of hers, the guy from Stranger Things, they uh, made this AI game thing engine. Um, which is like beautiful and everyone's friends and no one dies in it. Uh, or yeah, it's all kind of like a nice thing. And Taika Waititi, who's the, who's the bad guy who plays just a ridiculous bad guy. And I think like, he's so, uh, yeah, his character, I don't like his character at all in the film and not because, uh, he's a good villain. It's just, I don't know. It's. I mean, this film has to be for kids, <laughs> so fair enough. Why? Yeah, I watched it with with my nine year old mate, you know, and I think he liked it, so that's good. But yeah, Taika Waititi took their idea, turns it into basically Call of Duty or GTA, um, and so on and so forth, and kind of like uh, erased all traces of their impact on the game. So, and it makes loads of money, obviously, off it. And, like, it's a game everyone plays in internet cafes. Uh, and, yeah, uh, what happens? Oh, yeah, so Stranger Things guy uh, has just given up, and he works for Taika Waititi now, uh, Korg. He basically speaks, well, yeah, he just does the Korg voice and then is silly. Um I think the Korg voice is just his voice, so <laughs> I'll call it the Korg voice, just to be mean. And um, but Jodie Comer hasn't given up. She thinks there might be some trace in the game that can kind of, you know, get them their money back or like you know expose Taiko Waititi as a cheat. Um, so that's what the purpose of her character is. She's trying to find something in the game that she can use as evidence, and she tells Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he needs to like get better at the game, blah, blah, blah. He becomes a phenomenon because he gets better at the game. He starts like, he is then AI that stops doing this thing. Uh, he kind of becomes like a player within the game. Starts killing loads of people. No, he doesn't kill people. He's like nice to everyone. That's the thing. And becomes a bit of a viral sensation. Um, there's a lot of like, Twitch streamers and YouTubers who appear in the film talking about him and like that's a big thing like you know easy win for the kids uh you know my my mate he loved it uh Pokimane is is in it and we kind of came to a consensus that we like Pokimane um the rest were all well, whatever don't even know who quite a lot of them were Dan TDM was in it and I think I used to watch Dan TDM when he used to play TDM um and yeah, uh, 
so basically in the end whatever they find out uh they they expose him they have a big war thing they have a like a fight in the film Taika Waititi just loses his mind and destroys his servers and stuff uh yeah I think oh yeah they offer him a deal as well where they sort of say like they find their evidence basically after a load of shit and uh they get they offer Taika Waititi a deal of like yeah his his uh you basically get to keep all the profits, all of this, blah, blah, blah. And we get to just, I don't even know what, I don't remember what the deal was, but anyway, the deal didn't happen. Um, and yeah, they, uh, guy, the nice guy who sort of is in love with Jody coma, who also falls in love with him, even though he's an AI, which is obviously super weird. Um. Yeah, they they help each other alongside Stranger Things guy. Stranger Things guy is the guy with the the really good hair, the long big hair. He doesn't quite have the same hair in this film, but it's okay. Um, he's a real underdog in the film because Jodie Comer actually is in love with the AI guy rather than him, even though he made the AI guy. And that's supposed to be the big reveal at the end where she realizes, oh, the guy who coded the AI, he's he made Guy. And Guy is like this great guy who loves me. Um, he's a love letter to me. And it's kind of like, hey, you should have known that because it was only two of you who coded the game in the first place. And if you didn't create him, then guess who else it was? Like it took a, a long time, days to figure out, weeks to figure out that it was this other guy. Sorry, got half an hour cut off thing. Anyway, um, so yeah, it took a days, on, days and weeks to figure out I don't even know how long it takes, but it takes her ages. It takes her the whole, takes her the duration of the whole film to figure out, like, you know, um, that Stranger Things guy uh, is deeply and madly in love with her. And there's like a reveal earlier on in the film, and she just basically doesn't. He basically tells her, like, yeah, I mean, I made this guy as a love letter. Uh, yeah, he's like a love letter to this girl who I used to sit next to, and she's amazing, and I love her. And she like brushes past it and she's like, oh my God, the AI is real. And it's like, what? what's going on here? He's in love with you. Um, and yeah, whatever. It's, uh, it's just this big kind of silly thing. Um, oh my God, yeah. He, uh, at the end, Stranger Thing guy, goes to go and get like coffee and um he asks her like whether she wants to go with him uh, and she's like nah uh, he goes off by himself to get coffee for everyone and the other guy the indian guy who is an asshole the whole way through the film like is just such a bitch throughout the whole film excuse me um like he he just he like has absolutely no backbone at all in the film. He just completely like isn't asked about helping his friend. Doesn't he's just like so ready and willing to kind of shaft the good guys in the film throughout the whole thing. And then 
at the end he isn't even strong enough to like do anything he but then ends up still on their team at the end of the thing and i if i was them if i was stranger things guy and jody comer i'd be telling him to knob off but anyway the indian guy's fine um i've not seen him in anything before uh he's called utkash ambudkar utkash ambudkar um and yeah his character i didn't like him even though he's kind of supposed to be a goodish guy at the end anyway stranger things guy goes to get coffee blah 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 girl jody coma she has a she remet she thinks to herself um oh she says bye to like guy ryan reynolds deadpool in the thing and he's like yeah um she basically isn't she's still in love with him and then like he's like yeah but the you know someone had to make me and then she thinks about it and it's insane how how long it took her to figure it out like i I was kind of okay with the whole film in general but the end like how stupid they made her character uh, was really quite annoying, actually, because she was told, you know, earlier in the film, and I've explained it dreadfully. I've just been like paint splattered all over a canvas here. I've really not had any sort of direction, but she has all of this explained to her by the guy himself. Stranger Things guy basically talks about how he made Guy and what guy is about earlier on in the film and she literally goes the whole way through and then um only at the end where guy the ai basically tells her the only person weirdly that she seems to care about guy tells her well someone made me and then she thinks about him runs off runs off to get the the coffee with the guy soppy ass music comes on um and i think they hug <laughs> no oh it's raining and they they meet in the middle of the road they're they're on both sides of the road and then i think they run into the middle of the road to have a kiss and it's like i honestly i genuinely thought for a moment because there's a bit of a running gag of like this guy getting run over by a train guy it's not even a running gag but he does get run over by a train in it and i honestly thought what might happen at the end i can't believe i even thought this would happen but it would have been it would have been an incredible ending if they when they're running to go you know embrace at the end of the film just one of them gets absolutely obliterated by a car um as they run across the road foolishly but no it didn't happen they uh they and they kiss and it's like oh really that is the ending like um you know She's a fool. Um, and it's a shame because, yeah, the rest of it's kind of all right. There's a big jacked up Ryan Reynolds character in it called The Dude, who's funny. Um, he doesn't, yeah, he's, I don't know. Um, and yeah, I mean, clearly this shows that I uh i'm not quite cut out to be a film critic because i've just explained the film poorly i might add and um yeah what what are my real critiques of it well 
Um, what I will say is I quite like that it's not a remake of a film and it's not a franchise. Um, because I don't want to watch any more superhero films. I really, really don't care anymore. Um, and I don't want a remake of an 80s film. So, for example, Ghostbusters is being remade. Hey, tried it recently with an all-female cast, albeit, but, you know, and that's fine. But you tried it, it bombed, so you're trying it again with men now involved. And we all love Paul Rudd, but you're trying it again. Guess what? It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. Um... Can't be bothered with that at all. Won't watch it. Might watch in the cinema, to be fair, with with, with my mate. Um, but still, uh, yeah. Uh, so Free Guy is decent because it's not a remake or a franchise. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is fine. Jodie Comer is good, but also, you know, it was her character was written like she was an idiot, so that's annoying. Um, and there was no one else sympathetic except for your man, L, uh, Lil, Lil, uh, Lil Rel Howery. He's cool. Um, your man, uh, Stranger Things guy with the hair. He wasn't really that simp. I don't know. I thought he was all right as a character, but again, kind of whatever um yeah and also taika waititi wasn't really that funny he was more he's like more funny when he like he was so over the top his character was crazy over the top and uh not that funny um it's better when he like he was much more nuanced as korg um and yeah it was all and, and by the way, yeah, think about it. I've just said Korg was a nuanced character. Um, so, yeah, this fella, Antoine, that he plays, ugh, gross. Um, uh, and that's basically it, really. Would I watch it? Uh, no, not if I were you. Um, I would... I would probably watch Fleabag instead. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it, really. Um, we're, we're nearing the forty-minute mark, so I guess I'll I'll leave you with that. Um, thanks as ever for listening, though. And uh, yeah, don't know if this was a rant or not, uh, but yeah. Uh, snobbery isn't it snobby of me i'll try and be better i'll try and actually offer some sort of critique but i did think it was ugh, whatever it's a film for kids if you have kids take your kids if you don't have kids don't bother um but yeah thank you for listening um i appreciate you uh remember to be kind to yourself be kind to other people Share the podcast with anyone that you think might enjoy it. I would argue, whoops, sorry. I would argue that maybe we might have peaked around episode 
I think maybe between episode 30 and episode 60, possibly. Um, so we're going through a bit of a lull, but that's okay. Hopefully we'll, it'll turn around and we'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I'll leave you with that. Thank you. And goodbye. <laughs>